0: Hello and welcome to episode three of the GogPod, brought to you this week by myself again, Callum Bennett. And to my left today, I'm in a bit of a different seat position here, I've got Lou, very close to me. And on my right, I've got the rugby tourist, Will Morecambe. How are we, fellas? Good. Good couple of weeks off. Oh, well, I wouldn't say off, but yeah, good couple of weeks. Anyway. Yeah,
1: nice couple of weeks. Nice couple of weeks. Just uh, been travelling with work and bits and bobs. So uh, <laughs> been over to Dusseldorf. Do- <laughs> <mate. laughs> You, know, big time. Oh, you brought it up, not me. Not big time car sales, <laughs> are we? <laughs> car sales? Uh, aluminium
0: trade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You oh, yeah. your car sales. Funny little bits
2: that go in the car.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, good good couple of weeks. Uh, watched a bit of rugby, haven't we? But well, I think the most important thing for us is that we saw Lou Barker back on the pitch. Yeah, literally. How was that, Lou? First time back in what? Was it about 30 months? 30, 30, 30
2: months, three? yeah. 31 33, months.
1: 33, wasn't it? I thought it was 31. 33. 31, yeah. So. Yeah, got, got a bit of game time. Luckily, we managed to get a game, Coldy 2's. Wrexham had a free weekend from a, a cancellation. Uh, managed to get Wrexham over to, to Peyton Field over in Coldy and, uh, and had, a, had 25 minutes off the bench. That was nice.
2: How did you feel after
1: that? Oh, my right shoulder was aching putting shots in it was. Uh,
2: <laughs> <you've> <laughs> altered,
0: altered your style of play, obviously, since you've been injured. Any meat? Any nah, meet? No. Any
1: meat or...? No, no meat, no meat. I did a bit of goal. Yeah, how was that? Goal
0: bit kicking. of goal
1: kicking, yeah. Felt 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 comfortable. Just, uh, I'm I'm a bit out of shape at the moment. I've piling a few too many kilos on in Turkey. I
2: was, good so man. Uh, I'm good affected man. by that. And as yeah. that, a matter of interest, what was the score? Uh,
1: Forty-five, twenty-eight. Good show uh, from Rexham. I, I was pretty pretty impressive, Rexham. Actually, um, I know we've highlighted them, you know, on, on previous previous episodes. But the, the eight was good. Jack Harrison. Uh, they had a good prop there playing the hooker. And then the two Dob brothers in the in the back line, they were pretty sharp. Uh, and Armani at
2: 10s a bit... Showed you up a bit, I imagine.
0: <laughs> no, he well, but he's just... He, You've got to defend from everywhere with him because he's uh, he a he boxer-tricks. I'll tell you what I did see, which I thought was quite good on Twitter over the weekend. Wrexham um, put their own player spotlight out and they highlighted that Jack Harrison. Some nice highlights from him from the early early parts of this season. You know, right. big, big lad, good ball carrier, good hands as well. He's well good I, I
2: think, I mean, results aside, I think, you know, Round of applause to Wrexham and Maddock and Bethesda twos who both had games called off, but um, rearranged to make sure they did play a game. No, that's
1: what that's what it's all about, isn't it? Trying to find a trying to find a game when finding a solution. Game.
2: Exactly,
0: a solution. And yeah, you, you, no. Cal,
2: you had a blank weekend, bit of a sickness bug going through real. Yeah,
0: I, I, I hate to use the word, but I, I, I'd like, like to think it was COVID, lads. And I think lads are worried. To I was begging them to do lateral flows because I can't bother being off work to be honest. Um, lots of lads ill, Um, quite a few injuries as well in the squad after a tough fixture the week before tough two fixtures, sorry Um, Perclady twos and mould the week before not mould, banger, sorry banger the week before, Um, so yeah unfortunately we couldn't fulfil it It the last thing we wanted to do, but when we come to training on Thursday night and we've got 12 fit lads, you know and we're trying to fulfil two fixtures, there's not much else you can do
2: Okay, well looking at the uh, results from the weekend, I think First wins of the season for Flint, Wrexham Twos, Portmadoc, Menai Bridge, and Clontyno Twos, and indeed RGC. We can talk about the RGC a bit later. Um, so well done to all those clubs for a first win.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think obviously the one that stands out is Port Maddox on their uh, their return to the leagues. That's really nice to see. Um, and yeah, from from what they're saying, they're on an upwards uh, upwards trajectory, and that's really great to see.
2: And I see Flint's man of a match. I don't know the lad was Rhys Jones, who scored a couple of tries. I see.
1: Yeah, two um, t- two tries from number eight for Rhys. So uh, he led by example there at the back of the scrum. So uh, yeah, and he was one of our uh, one of our players of the week in Div uh, Div Three. just
2: reading match reports. a Menai Bridge Bethany game looked to be played in pretty adverse weather conditions. From a match report, looks a bit of a forward battle, but Menai Bridge pleased to get their first wins, I've just mentioned.
0: Yeah, definitely good to see these clubs. You know getting themselves on the board, making themselves competitive and making the leagues competitive across North Wales. And in see. Div
2: 1, I've got down my... my. Uh, I mean, Nant just confirmed to me they thumped Cobra and they just looked to me they confirmed they have a team to beat in Div
0: 1 definitely, this season. Definitely, definitely. Patelli were close, first game of the season away, didn't they? They're fairly are looking Yeah, Patelli did look good. Well, I think we'll touch on that in a couple of minutes' time um, when we talk about last week's, the week before's in the cut, the spotlight fixtures there.
2: I think Nant um, should go a lot of credit because I'm told they are from this season to last you know a few boys have moved on um, someone was telling me I don't know if it's true they've got a completely new front row who were playing second team last year and yet they, they continue to churn out solid
0: results yeah they've um, from, from what I've heard they, they've promoted a few lads from that Tayru Nance second team in Div 2 North uh, Scrum has been promoted to the first team who was a good player in Div 2 North last year from all intents and purposes um so it looks like they're using that second team as a good platform and it's building into their first team. That's exactly the, the, the formula you want, isn't it? Your, your second team performing at the highest standard and then filtering into your first team to make your club thrive again.
1: Those those results there, Rithin and Carnarvon. Rithin started really strong. I know they were Tuckland did no close, but they've won every other game, uh, Rithin. Uh looks strong now in Carnarvon. Thumping against Doll. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've lost yet this season, have they?
0: No, yeah. no um, So no. it'd be interesting to see how they go when they come up against your Nantes, your Nose your Pathelis. I think we've said it every week, haven't we? It's, it's interesting to see what Canarvan. I think they're going to be the surprise package, Canarvan. You know, they've had this whole new coaching set up. Their twos are going well, strong youth team, lots of represent representation at under 16s. I think they do seem to be like that. But again, Rithin churning out results. They don't exactly score big, Rithin. I think you notice if you look at their results, they haven't scored over 25 points I've in got a
2: game. I'm a team sheet. I see Steph Sims back with them. Yeah. Yeah. Has he left RGC now? I'm assuming so. We need to find that out, surely. Yeah, I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a decent player, still. Yeah. I'm surprised that RGC, perhaps it's Steph's decision, but I, I would have thought RGC would want to keep hold of him. And I
1: tell you, he did play um, the week before, not against Ballard, but the week before Mike Jones.
2: Yeah, that's a good team. I mean, Mike, obviously, for those who don't know, Mike, sort of, uh, 10 so years original. ago, was one of the leading young lights in the RGC senior team, wasn't
1: yeah, he? Yeah, and he got, he got Wales. Did he get Wales 20s call up? He, yeah, I don't think he played squad. 20s, but training squad, wasn't yeah. he? And he had those st- standout. Yeah, when we were in Div One,
0: yeah, Div yeah. One East, when he was he was the standout player, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he um, he's got quite a good job. He works in the prison in Wrexham. He's a, like a PE teacher in the prison in oh, well. Ber- Berwyn, HMP and So I know, he, I know, I think yeah, look, he was doing with doors, wasn't he? I think that'll affect his um, availability, to be honest, because I know they do a lot of shift work, which is unfortunate. But he's a hell of a boy to be able to call on, isn't he? Yeah, very yeah. decent. Were you in uni with him?
1: I was in uni. I lived with Mike. <laughs>
0: Quite you know,
2: one of the most unlikely <laughs> students I've ever come across, whatever. I've got a few absolute belter stories.
1: <laughs> maybe for a,
0: maybe for a live pod one day. Oh no!
1: The, the best the best story was we used to go. Uh, so we used to be have to go. Dodge was actually the strength and conditioner at the time, but we used to have to. Uh, we had to be in for gym in, in Avius. You didn't go to the gym. Don't, <laughs> don't lie. Fully, um, but uh, Monday night used to be cheese night in Bangor. So it used to be full lit, merry litmus, little like a Christmas tree on Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> and then head over to Wamius uh, Park And the So is, is that why you said Dodge hates you? Dodge does hate me, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, don't Probably because of merry litmus. <laughs> <laughs> She's nice. But yeah, but Mike was hell of a boy to... Uh, to yeah, it's good to see to him back play. Him. But yeah, good to see him there, uh, yeah. so
2: um, there only, only two games in Div 2 this week. Um, I watched Colwyn Bay, I watched Colwyn Bay two weeks running actually. Um, very similar games, they played Bangor two weeks, the week before last, sorry, Abigaili week before last, Bangor this Saturday, both games, after 20 minutes, you'd have been hard-pressed to see who was going to win, really, but in both games, to be fair, Colwyn Bay kept to their sheet, kept to their game plan, and they basically um, wore the other two teams down, and in both games, the uh, the two Harrys, Harry Moss and Harry Glynn, both looked really, really good, so I was both impressed by both, both of them.
1: Yeah, and obviously that's great to see, Colwyn Bay, you know, two weeks on the bounce, Well, you've been to watch them, they've come out with good results. Um, Harry Glenn-Jones taking our play of the week in Div two, Div 2 North in our spotlight fixture, so congrats, Harry, on that. Big, strong performance, I've heard. Um, yeah, uh,
0: the Bay have got... New head coach, and is it Mike Leach? Is that right? He's, I don't know if he's head coach. He's certainly helping out. Yeah. Um, and is that, do you think he's had an influence? Obviously, he... I, it
2: looked like their their basics were strong. You know, line they, they, you know, they knew what they were doing. Whatever, if you know what I mean. They kept yeah. kept to a thing. Um, I gather they've invested a fair amount in. They've upgraded their floodlights. I what? wish they'd upgrade their bloody um, payment by card system. Oh, but right. Christ Almighty! You have to wait about two minutes for the card thing to go through. Oh, I thought
0: you were going to say food. I was just going to ask you what
2: what was the. I had what, a bacon, egg, sausage. Um, Sandwich right. before the game. So, ooh, Any but, good? Yeah, very tasty. And also a decent pint of they served there. It's just very slow paying for it on the card machine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, on, it's still on dial-up broadband down there. It literally is, I think. <laughs> so, with it. But no, but, you know, they're, they're, they're doing all right, Colwyn Bay, to be fair. And then looking across the fixtures across Div 3 North, West and East over this weekend. Um, started, starting in the West... Menai um, Bridge, like we mentioned, getting the win there in a. Well, I think you said it will. I think the conditions will have played a part down on the Clean Peninsula there. Some strong wins. 5 10, doesn't sound like a thriller. No, but Menai Bridge getting a first
1: win, fantastic. Uh, going down to the next one, obviously. Well, Menai Bridge home or away
2: back game? Away. Away. way. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I was about to say, <laughs> you off in Cal and say Menai Bridge isn't
2: on the Klint Peninsula.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust me ever i tell I? you what, i tell you what, Menai Bridge though absolute, have you been that um, Dillon's, my bitch. Yeah, yeah nice Absolutely belter,
2: yeah. isn't well, yeah. Yeah. it? I was Dillons. there and friend of a pod, Andy Jones, had the platter for two, and I was for talking what, to obviously. someone, <laughs> talking to someone for a couple of minutes, turned around and Andy Jones had cleared the platter for two by himself. Absolutely but, uh, smashed Dillons it. Dillon's has
0: just opened a delicatessen opposite Edwards and Conway, mate. Oh, absolute nice. belter. Yeah, Conway's becoming a proper little foodie town, is <laughs> yeah and I think going down
1: to Clan didn't know um, from what I see from the team sheet that was obviously with the first team getting cancelled there was a few ringers in that Tuesday. team yeah Byron Davis at the end. Byron Davis played Kelvin played um and I mean that's, that's looking at that and how
2: they I so uh, think Kel probably would say he's a second team player these yeah. I
1: yeah. think Kel
0: did say that didn't he, he said, but
1: what Serious. I'm saying is that reflection is is probably a true reflection of the two teams and the, and the standard of the two teams with Clandindo <laughs> having a few boys in there um, Brogues for I think that's a fantastic result against a decent Carnarvon 2 side Definitely. because they're a good side now Carnarvon 2 broke for looking strong in that
2: division um, it just shows you that you know they needed to Time to regroup, yeah. Said, think, Dan, yeah. You know, we're now playing regular rugby, so hopefully, we'll move on once and
0: upwards. And then, Definitely. just touching on Porthmadog. Maddox um, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. they've got to be our favourites at the moment, and their social media presence yeah, their is social absolute, really, really good. The guy who runs that is an absolute ledge, yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, from from Porthmadog, and um, another of our um,
1: players of the week comes from that fixture, Cavan Humphreys. He got the match. Basically, his
2: work great. I'm glad you said that because I wasn't sure i pronounce his Christian name when I looked
1: at it. Cavan, yeah, Cavan, Cavan, yeah. Kavan, Kafan, yeah. Um, but he usually pays hooker. He was paying six on the weekend, um, and Bethesda awarded him the Malah match in the game as well. Um, basically, strong runner, hard hard in D, big performance. But he's been he's been on fire since the start of the season. So he's he's got the uh, he's got the credit he deserves. Your defensive so,
0: terrified Cavan's on
1: fire. Yeah, Cavan is on fire. So yeah, but. Apparently, we're down to 40 men twice in that match, Poor Maddock, and still came out with a win. So, um, congratulations, Paul Maddock. Well done
0: on your first win. Uh, really, really, really nice to see. And to finally round up this week's results, we're looking at the Div 3 North East results. One thing we
2: don't realise is that's Cal's first take, because he said Div 3 North West the last four times.
0: All right, <laughs> oh, mate. i <laughs> <laughs> have One the One can, and <laughs> he's can. absolutely
2: lost it.
1: <laughs> no, that's... Looking at North East results, obviously, the one that stands out for me, because Balotus aren't a bad side, is that Flint, is that Flint performance. Um, and that actually, our last player of the week comes from that, uh, which we've already touched on, uh, which you brought up, Will, was, uh, was Rhys-Jones, number eight, two tries in that game. But an all-round good performance from Flint, who I think are starting to find a bit of form. They're starting to put lads out every week. And they're starting to get a team every week
0: to, to, to be fulfilling their fixtures, which is great to see. I don't think it's easy in the first weeks of September, is it? Sometimes new league, new formats. I think it does take some time to bed in. And once lads see these results coming in, hopefully more and more, I get would it argue that things shouldn't
2: start till after schools go
0: back. I'd agree. I completely agree with you there, Well, it's not often I say that. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I think I, I, you know, that
2: last weekend before the kids go back to school, be madness in some yeah,
0: September third, and then kids are back in. Yeah, on, on just, a, on I would, a, on I
2: would argue, start, start the week after. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Uh, just, just a bit of intel on that. Um, I mean, it, it stands out because it's such a big, bi- a big win. Uh, Mold twos against Brogwerne and Tap and um, Yeah, I saw
2: that. About 70-odd points. Mold yeah, school, I they?
1: think there's a there's a few rumours going round saying, well, mould first, we're off, and as they pumped it full of sides, just knowing what I That'd did. That would be
2: unlike mould, though, wouldn't it? It would be unlike mould, yeah. That's what I said, it would be unlike
1: mould. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you're getting at man. Right? I said that.
2: You've actually that. No,
1: what I would what I would,
2: defensive Ben <laughs> <laughs> hey, Very defensive,
1: yeah. actually. But what I would say our um, six from the first team started at hooker
2: look mate you don't have to justify no, the Maltese no, listen, listen to our you Cal.
1: And, Ho- and Hoppo played Scrum Half oh there we go and they were the only two so to be
2: fair I see that um Bro put out that they were missing about 16 players yeah, yeah. So, or had yeah, unavailable that's, I'm I, fair I to say missing had unavailable so you yeah. know these results happen the main thing is the game was played yeah exactly
1: and Rithin 2 is obviously
0: strong strong as ever beating a, a Cobra 2 side there um, so so that, yeah, that was a fully that wasn't that co, the Cobra side that absolutely pumped Thali the week before. I doubt
2: it was for Cobra side <laughs> pumped the week before. <laughs> With the first being <laughs> might have been wearing it? the same kit. That's about it.
1: <laughs> so that rounds up our um, our results from the end of. Uh...
2: Apart from we we ought to mention, but um, <laughs> <that> I think RGC <laughs> won oh, their first game. Just going to mention on this no, because no. I do think it, I don't want to talk about them too much, but I think special mention needs to go to Josh Leach actually.
1: Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I saw that. I mean, taking three decades, was it?
2: Yeah, Josh. Josh ended up playing. Um, they didn't for some bizarre reason. They didn't take a travelling reserve with him, which I don't. Know, anyway, forget that. But Danny Cross unable to play. Um, Josh, basically, man of many parts at RGC um, stepped on, and I think he's now Mate, played in three decades.
1: Literally, have you seen that picture of him? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the FA Cup, <laughs> the Champions League.
2: <laughs> I think, on a serious note. Um, People don't realise because Josh is absolutely useless at promoting himself. Don't realise without without Josh, at some stage in the last ten years, RGC could actually have imploded. He literally has he carried the he has carried the show. Unreal. Um yeah, you wouldn't really be surprised after he played on Saturday if he'd driven the coach back and, and taken the laundry <laughs> over <home> as well <laughs> <to> do. I <laughs> mean right he really is He really <laughs> is
0: that
2: important to our, he really is that important to RGC. Um, but as well as that, I just like to say big Big word to Ab and the players. Um, yeah, uh, from well. what I've heard, they've taken a lot of responsibility now, Ab and the team, for moving things on. And I'm glad they've been rewarded with a win.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, just just speaking to a few of the lads um, from inside, they um, they were they were made up with the win. But I think um, not taking anything against the performance, not taking anything away. But Clatley side apparently didn't see what so much loads of changes from the week before. And and I think you you just got to play the, the team that's in front of you, obviously. But I think it's good that might just like we said the week before if they go to abu and get a result might it kick start the season well, a big, big result like that might just kick start the season
0: massive maybe. windfall because they got cardiff at home is it? Oh, yeah i was going yeah. to say kick start the season then you got but cardiff. i think
1: that i think that looking at that i'd be chomping at the bits playing that because first home game after how long you know you're looking at what 9 months
3: yeah I know you know that.
1: first home game saturday fill the ground get get 1500 people there or more Get to the ground. You to Fuck
2: you, 50, you...
1: <laughs> hey, come on.
2: Hang on, choke him. <laughs> 1,500 people there. No chance.
1: Hey, come on. Prove I'm... this prick over here wrong. Let's get 1,500 people there. Come on. What? Come on, Ogya. Just touching on the performance again. few few decent performances. Apparently, Sam Jones. He got back. man of the match. Yeah. I don't um, always
2: rugby paper. That's what they say. Sam
1: Jones. Delwyn apparently had a great game. Oh,
2: fair play, Delwyn. Apparently had a
1: great game. And the back row. Uh, Sam Wills is back. Uh, Dan Owen.
2: Has to be said, looking at the team sheet, the back row did look really strong. Yeah. so really, uh, really strong.
1: But that's, that's promising signs for, for RGC. So, uh, yeah, congratulations on the win.
2: We've done all the positives. Let's look at the negatives of last week. 16 games in Wales were cancelled last week, or postponed. Six were in North Wales. Yeah. Um, and I think that makes a grand total of, out of 60 scheduled games in the league this year, 14 have been postponed in North Wales this year. Yeah, it's not. So that's bad. nearly a quarter of the games have been postponed. Um, now, there's obviously an issue about playing numbers. Um, a lot of nonsense was talked Um, beginning of the season, by Geraint John, who's in charge of Community, about the large number of playing numbers registered. It doesn't really give a flying whatever the number of players who are registered. You could have the entire Welsh male population registered, but if they're not available to play on a Saturday. That is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. A far more accurate figure would be to say the number of players who, say, play 10 or 12 games a season. That would give you a good idea of your really active playing population, I would argue, Um, and just just looking at, I did a little bit of research, when I say a little bit of research, press Google for 10 minutes. 10 years ago, in North Wales were 31 league clubs, and we've now got 29. Any ideas as two the missing two are? Ambrook? Um, no. Benclech? Was it Benclech? Yeah, Benclech on the island, yeah. That's um, close, Christ. You've got to give me that. It's so
1: the same fucking thing. What?
2: So if you said, if the answer was Carnarvon and you would said banger, you'd have said, say, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, that's the correct answer. <laughs> well, in hell are you.
1: Um, who else? Oh, I, oh know, I, know, I know. I know the answer, mate. The one you touched
0: on last week, is it like a Queen's Ferry side? No. No,
2: no. no. Oh, they were no. before that.
0: think I'll give you I'll give you an answer. I'll give, give you a clue. clue. Llewyn Peninsula. I
2: don't know if you remember, the, the late great Bill Parry played for them.
1: Nevin and District or something? Harlech. Harlech.
2: Yeah. Well, now you say it. Imagine going for a game in Harlech. So, 10 years ago, 31 clubs. Went down to 27, back up now to 29, because obviously Portmanic were out for a bit. Clangoffland were in, but they dropped out. But they're now basically So, But I think if you look underneath it, the figures are a little bit more startling. 10 years ago, there were 18, second 15 teams in the league. We're now 11. And really more concerning... Ten years ago, there were twenty-one youth sides in the league rugby. We're now fifteen, and I'm told that one of the mid-Wales sides is struggling, so they could soon be down to fourteen. That is weird. And you know, it's all very well saying you've got a club side now, but it's your youth team in five years' time who replaced that side, isn't it?
1: the The problem is nowadays is there are a lot of barriers, you know, um, stopping younger younger people actually playing sport and playing sport regularly.
2: Well, the way I look look at it is. Some of the things rugby clubs can control, some they can't. Um, things have definitely changed. And it's not just rugby union. It's across all sports since COVID. People have got out of the habit of playing sport regularly. They found other things to do, haven't they? Let's be honest. Um, but what rugby can do, it, it, it can um, try and put in place some positives. So it's giving a better offer for people to play rugby than some of the alternatives. And, and some of those are fairly basic things like having a decent set of showers, isn't it?
0: A decent, a decent clubhouse tell, club out. tell, tell yeah. that to some old rugby club alright um,
2: I,
1: I had to get washed in the sink after I played you no, I, s- I agree Will I, I mean I've got down you know w- w- my thoughts you know what are the barriers that are stopping people other hobbies work travel family life potentially getting injured that affects work right so can we train once a week I know some clubs are only doing a Wednesday but would that help do we need to be training twice a week we're talking about commitment here for lads.
2: And you're talking about community rugby.
1: Community rugby. Yeah. Are we playing a Saturday, which is a big old commitment if you're travelling away from home? It's the full day. Okay? Do we well, have to be training very, Tuesday, a, it's Thursday? It's a
2: very good point you raise there. I gather speaking to people in mid Wales where I think the problems are more accentuated than, than elsewhere, yeah. a real big issue is for travel.
1: Um, partners have a big say. Family life, uh, you know, is cutting it down to one session a week. Is that, a, is that a change that people have made? Well, I'll give you a great co-
2: example of our partners of a big say. A club which will remain nameless, the head coach told me they have lost a player because he went to Turkey in the summer. It's not but, me, by the way. No, it's <laughs> not you. He spent five grand on a new set of teeth. Quality. And his wife won't name, now play in case one of them gets knocked out while he's playing. <laughs> now, there's no way 20 years ago that was raised as an issue in terms of you playing rugby.
0: For oh. me... That it all starts at source. So where does it all begin? It begins at junior. It begins in schools. Uh, obviously, putting my schools hat on, um, I know full you know, well.
2: Rugby in your school. Exactly,
0: because of the mentality. It's a problem. <laughs> yes, that will. The issue. The issue is, is that schools aren't as confident in in, in in putting it into their curriculum because of the issues they'll get back from parents. Um, all the press around concussion. All the pr- press around that. Every year I will be met with kids not wanting to play rugby because, and then parents backing them on that. Right, oh, well, they never play rugby, so why would you make them do it now? Well, it's not about that. It's about developing skills and making transferable skills and making a lifelong sport and making that a, a, a thing. And I think there's a there's a huge barrier in this, I think we've touched on it, the concussion thing, and, and, and the issues around rugby, I reckon that's a massive barrier for getting people into the sport. Yeah, to be fair, that something, side. that's
1: something, obviously not, not being a teacher, not, I'd
0: never even thought of that.
2: It is interesting you raise that. The Times had an interesting article the other day about Epsom College, which is a pretty strong rugby school, but obviously a very well-known public school. They're a rugby school, but they now, when you enter the school, parents fill out a form and you can choose to do contact rugby or touch rugby. So like that they've introduced touch rugby as an option. As an option, um, and I didn't read it, but I saw that JB of the 8 Chasers podcast, he has a whinge about a lot of our, things.
1: our competition!
2: But he, he was whinging about the fact that the RFU are pushing touch, yeah, rugby, touch rugby big time as yeah, an alternative.
0: Yeah. I think it should be because we've 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 rolled out across every single year in school over the last three four years girls are doing touch rugby all lads groups are doing touch rugby our mixed groups are doing touch rugby and making it that inclusive side rugby shouldn't just be this mental i think the mentality is i know there's lots of lads that i've taught and young ladies who are like oh my dad used to play rugby and their rugby is completely different to the modern day rugby what they're being fed from home and i think they need to give it a chance i think it needs to be given a chance and trust the people like I think that does I think there's a big emphasis on us as PE teachers being able to put rugby out and make it accessible for all. I think it's I think it's just start with us and then we di- then we feed on to the I, clubs. I think it'd
2: be really interesting, um, in a future episode of a pod. I know Andy Baston's prepared to come on, um, and he used to be a hub officer to talk about the issues about getting rugby up and running in the schools. Yeah, that'd be really and good. something obviously you can contribute a lot to, Cal, because Lewis and I Yeah we can pull away. But I, we don't know what we're talking about.
1: I've got just a few other points that I just wanna get your opinion on. Um, I think a lot of clubs are doing it very, really, really well now. But social media—we've touched on—that's got to be a big point to get right. people in, yeah, involved. Right. I also think, and a lot of clubs do it now, just because the the, the money you can get in from it, real do it really well. Cal, making that a community hub, so it doesn't just—it's not just your changing rooms and your and your beer and your bar for a beer after the game. You know, it does a Sunday lunch and it does midweek. A mega breaking before, no, I yeah. No, but it does Sorry. midweek things, it needs to be a community hub, and also I don't know about this obviously, Friday night fixtures because you get your weekend to yourself, you know, you're already in work on a Friday. Can a Friday night fixture help in terms of travel? Yeah, I mean, you know, I,
2: th- I think the thing is, what works for one club won't work for another, yeah. But look at all these options yeah. as to what was going to work best for your club, and that is where the WRU should come in. Yeah. You, every club in North Wales is, a, is run by volunteers. They do Most volunteers, if you have a decent set of volunteers, you've got a lot of skills in there, but you perhaps need someone who's actually paid, and it's his job, to come in and best utilise those volunteer skills to help your club. Okay. And going back to what we talked about last time, that is why it's ridiculous. We've got 29 clubs in North Wales, but it's not a specific club development officer role in North Wales. It's being shared between and that's not to denigrate the work of the existing community team. But they have they are split so thinly about working with schools, girls, disability rugby, the the under fifteens and everything. They've not got the time that's needed to to do that club first support team, to the second team. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. for me, what you're saying there I completely get, but you've got three people covering an area of, as RGCOs used to push, it's a it's a team of one million strong. Three people covering that area, joke.
2: Yeah, but that's you, why you, don't, you need, that's why you have a specific club development who's separate to those three.
0: I, I think they need. Yeah, you, so I would I would say, along with them, the, the, the WRU and Sport Wales need to pump some money into clubs, so clubs can get their own person, someone who understands from yeah. uh, from from a real perspective the real uh, community. The ethos. Yeah. The, yeah, you need, well, you well, need what someone What I put from down local. here is
2: that the, the club development officers, and I don't mean the the regional free guys now. They need to have more community development background than a rugby background. Yeah, because yeah, it is, is community development work. That, not, not rugby. It's not rugby. You no. don't need someone to go in and coach rugby. You need someone who's got community development. Because and unfortunately, and it's not the fault of the officers on the ground. But everything seems to be about photo opportunities, festivals, one-off events. And that is not how you get long-term no. it's like sustainability. A bi- it's a business
1: development, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, touching on what you just said, it can go back to our our, our game of the week, Friday night fixtures. We went to watch clan versus Puffelli. Yeah, that was the 20- 24th.
0: Yeah,
2: we, yeah not so Friday, the week before Friday.
0: We did, and it was a great fixture, wasn't it, gents? We got there. Yeah, it's like, interesting,
2: interesting to find out from clan if they felt it worked having it as a Friday night game. Yeah, um you know looked to be a decent crowd come decent. The second half didn't it
1: decent crowd good pint good cl- nice clubhouse yeah um g- good good first team pitch Bit of a trek. Nearly fell down in my Chelsea boots.
2: Yeah, and what you turned yeah. up wearing them for? I do not know. It wasn't a bloody fashion parade. You Rich looked
1: like you were going up
2: fucking Snowden. Yeah, and I wasn't <laughs> complaining, and I wasn't the one falling over, mate. So look, who was fucking sensible?
0: <laughs> yeah, but he was wearing the same outfit from the day before, from the weekend before he full No, I wasn't. I
2: wore the same outfit the next day. Oh, sorry, yeah, the next day. Oh. Sorry, all right,
0: mate. Um, <laughs> no, but, but no, good that, fixture, wasn't it? it yeah, was it, you was, know. Was I, I, and I, really,
2: really impressed I was by the Perpelli packs.
0: I, I, yeah, I the the pace of the game was really high, wasn't it? That in the first few minutes. It was quite a relentless pace set by both teams. I think Flangevny uh, were unlucky that they're ten is it Andrew McMinami? Yeah, he's he, he, right. He yeah, it? I Poor think that because he, he looked to be play, trying to play the game in the right area, and then I think the Patheli backs ran away with it. Um, I think you know we look we we highlighted a few players, didn't we? Well, yeah, you got
1: out. ten. Uh, obviously, it was it was funny to see Nick Butterworth at, at twelve, wasn't it? He was well, you won't get He's
2: better. You, I doubt it was a better centre combination in North Wales Club Rugby with Nick no. Butterworth and Jack Roberts. Him and Jack Roberts. <laughs> yeah, and then you got you had Day Owen and Elgan Pew, I think, on the wings who were so quick.
1: That Elgan Pugh, though, wasn't he?
0: I, I played with Elgan's brother, uh, John, Pugh. John Pugh, uh, um age grade, and they literally look alike, run alike, play alike. If I
2: didn't know, I thought
1: well, it was you, John. Pugh. I
0: thought it was not Was it
1: was it Gruff? Up you and and he, ball, but... He's decent, yeah. He's
0: decent. Yeah, well. he was got a he, decent boots. Great
1: kicking game, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. He, and he's and he's bit 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 silky. He yeah. they L- losing him though, aren't
0: they? He's got. Oh, he's he's, going, going, to, to, yeah, he's yeah. going to
2: Cardiff. I yeah. I mean, one thing I was impressed though. I mean, I know the score line was pretty one sided, but I felt Clank Evany kept going right to yeah. the end. They could have dropped their heads, and it could have been a proper cricket score. And they, they stuck at
0: it, didn't yeah. they? But we um, had uh, we had a out performer in that game. You know, we 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 sang the backs praises, but there was one stand up performer for all three of us, wasn't there? Yeah. Hooker. hooker jack jones you yeah, like well, i can't play prop too can't play prop young young as well isn't why he? isn't
1: he on the radar for rgc then well, i
0: think he is th- i think he is um they should definitely be looking him for versatility who? i think he might be but... rumor mill rumor mill
2: but
0: um <laughs> <we're>... <laughs> who knows hey, jack if you're listening uh we take 10 percent cut for this if you, if you get a contract <laughs> so remember where you started mate there's a the fixture from last week that really needs to be highlighted
1: was the performance at Landidno from Nant. Definitely. The One team of the week for us, 38-22 to Nant at Landidno. Uh, and that really put a marker down, didn't it?
2: Yeah, I think I think if a, if, if the bookies were doing betting oh, on Div 1 North, you know...
1: Dragon Bet
2: were doing... Dragon Brett, who seems to be very <laughs> heavily involved in the Welsh <laughs> Premier these days. But yeah, Dragon Bet, I don't know if they'll be taking any more bets on Nant it looks a bit of a cert, doesn't it? No, yeah,
1: they'll be... One to 100 on, I think, I'd have thought. Wouldn't
2: yeah. You? There is obviously a referee shortage. Um, Steve McCabe has very kindly um, I contacted Steve. There is a Level 1 referees course coming up um, in November. 20th of November is the day practical, and that's going to be at Abergelly Rugby Club. And it looks like the virtual, which is where they do the theoretical stuff, is going to be on the 17th.
1: Oh, fantastic.
2: And places to come out can be booked by, booked and confirmed by the WRU game locker. Um, You're going on, you will. I've actually... Um, I probably need a revision. I've actually passed my referees. Uh, many, many years I remember ago. you
1: refereeing me. You were dog shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> probably gave you a yellow card <laughs> ring. It was. Top, I imagine. <laughs> that was my favourite. Um, I mean, funny story about refereeing. It's not funny, actually. When
0: many many years ago, the, re-
2: the reason everyone had to qualify as a referee, many many years ago in Wales, someone got quite severely injured um, at scrum, um, and as a result of that, yeah, that isn't funny. You're right. There was a, there was a legal issue um, in terms of the referee wasn't. The, I don't, it was unqualified ref. So Wru then said everyone had to be ref, had to be qualified, um, and I was one of the first group that got qualified. We're about a hundred of us at a course at Colwyn Bay, um, and it was that easy to pass that we. Did a bit of theory, did a bit of practical outside. We had our um, guidebooks, and the guy leading the course said, "I'll leave you to do the exam now. Don't check your books. I'll be back in half an hour." So I assume all hundred people on the course all passed. <laughs> Although I do remember someone who remained nameless from real did ask me for an answer, and I had to pass something out to it. it's in your bloody notebook in front of you. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, if you can do, get on that course. Yeah, cause if if yeah. there aren't enough rest, we are going to we not have any games. Um, I, I've done a little bit more research about, about refereeing. We do now, you do now get a match fee um, for all three divisions of rugby in North Wales and youth, as well as mileage. Um,
1: where, where do I sign?
2: Um, <laughs> I don't think it's much of a match fee, but you do get a match fee. Um, and, you know, A couple of things I would say. Does that match fee need to be upped to encourage people to do it? Um, obviously costs a lot to run your motor yeah, nowadays. Budget. Yeah, where's is the budget there from WIU? I don't know. And, and secondly, I still—I don't know if it's still the same. There used to be a thing called a club audit where clubs got money um, depending on the number of sides they had, the number of referees. If you've got someone attached to your club who referees a certain number of senior games per season, should you be given a should the and... club be rewarded? Yeah, they yeah. need to think of in- incentivising you know, And again, it's rather like players... Trying to get more players. It's coming up with different ideas to get different people, more people involved. But as I say, Steve McCabe has um, very kindly said he'll keep me informed. Everything is going on courses wise and everything, and we'll, we'll just try and flag him up and send it out.
1: Get on the course, guys. Get,
0: get on the course. Get on there. It's- Great result for Cobra away at Baller, twenty-one nineteen. Um, don't think I would have expected that when I looked at the fixtures on the on the weekend before, on the twenty fourth of September. Um good win away for Riffin at Dolgetli, close run thing, one try game there. Um That's closer than expected. Yeah, I know. so uh, you know I think for I think for Doll it's about trying to get the same lads out every weekend and then we're on to dip two North. The less said about what happened between Rill and Banga the better. Yeah, um, there was a there's a stand performance there from Mateus Plaza, the age. Yeah, Mateus Plaza good boy, like good good ball carrying. Argentinian lads. Str- strong is. over the ball. Yeah. yeah, he was good um, But they, they had a couple They had two lads From Carnarvon Because they didn't have a game um, I don't know if they're First team lads But they fitted in really well um, I think their captain Is a back rower And played at 10 And had a fantastic, he had a fantastic game He played 10 again
2: For months on Saturday Against Golden Bay He played well
0: He had a really good game Against those And you know They, they, they really caught us napping Looks and, a bit like you Doesn't he? I don't know, mate. He does. A bit quicker, <laughs> but he does look a bit like <laughs> anyone's quicker. Not than hard, <laughs> um, but <laughs> he caught us napping. Um, you know the work Andy's doing there. I spoke to him after the game. He gave us a good insight. He is into, literally
2: the most frustrated coach in the world when he's watching.
0: Well, he came off. You know, it was like he comes off the bench. The game's in that in the balance. Andy Baston goes and twinkle toes it under the post, wins the game. Love it, love it. Um, but then, just you t- know, just touching
1: there, uh, Cal, on the results is. Um, Again, it's a postponement for Shotton. Now, they postponed this weekend.
2: No, they, they didn't this weekend. Newtown, Newtown called off against them. Apologies, apologies. Yeah. But
0: their game was off this weekend. They haven't, they haven't fulfilled a fixture yet. Yeah, but
2: to be fair, my understanding is it was Newtown who called off. Great. Okay.
0: So, obviously, with that result, for, well, no result for Shotton, another game called off. We um, got in touch with John Catlin, who's a senior player there at Shotton. Um, played with him at Chester, very good player. Um, and he's just going to give us a quick insight into the the struggles that Shotton are having a club as a club, and what they're going to do going forward, and the support they might need in getting that uh, getting their rugby up and running. Really,
3: yeah. You asked the question about um, why the club would be struggling and things like that, but uh, it hasn't just occurred from this season. Um, after losing the clubhouse back in two thousand and seventeen, we continued to play and train, um, and it really took it took its toll on all the players keeping the team together, you know, when you don't really have a clubhouse to go to and you it's little things like that. Um but then COVID hit, which put more stress on the club. But again, we just continued to fight through it. We stuck together as a team. Um but as you know at Shotton, most of our players were all similar age. they were all my age, you know you've not we've all knocked thirty. Um and because we haven't got a youth section coming through, the our older boys are getting knackered and their bodies are getting tired. They're picking up injuries all the time, um, but that again, the, the biggest thing is not having a youth section coming through. So that would be the reason why Shotton will struggle in the future. Um, if we haven't got some sort of youth section coming through, we we don't really know what Shotton has in the future. Um, but you know we've currently lost around six or seven of our senior players this season um, for various reasons, whether it's work or, you know, they've retired or whatever it is. Um, but even saying that, bearing in mind, they were seven of our starting 15. We're still managing to put 15 to 20 players out each week. Um, regardless what gets said on social media, you know, we we do have a squad. It's just, you know, one minute you can have 20 and then, you know, you can have COVID in one of the training sessions and there you go, you've got 5 you've got COVID. Um, so it's just... It's just a bit of a tricky time. Um, the The future for the clubs, not just Shotton, but all of North Wales clubs, it's got to be the youth section. Um, 16, 17, 18-year-olds mainly. Um, when they get to, you know, th- when they drive driving and when they go to pubs and whatnot, they seem to dwindle out. Shottons dead. We had 20... 18-year-olds at one point and they slowly dwindled out and probably, I'd say, five or six of them now still play um, for various teams. Um, but yeah, the, the future of the club is definitely the youth sections and I think with support from the WRU, you know, especially focusing on the youth sections, we can. what we can look to do is, for example, if we had 20 teams in the North Wales area um, and five of them had great youth sections, what's going to happen is if they have a solid team of of youth players coming through each year, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, that can keep pumping players into the senior teams, the the teams that they they grew up with, they may not be able to put that talent into their first team. Or if they do, they'll have to remove a very talented player into their second team. Now, that they might not want to play that level. So all these youth sections coming through, Will actually help support the twenty teams in North Wales, not just the five of where they originally started. But they will slowly dwindle into different teams. They'll go and play for different squads. They'll, they they might grow up and move house or whatever it is. All these players doesn't matter where they're brought through the youth. They will actually help support more North Wales teams locally, and um, that's what my that's sort of my future bet is. Um, so yeah, it's all about the youth sections personally, and also. One of the biggest things for me would be the uh, local clubs supporting each other. So if there's a game that gets cancelled and you can spare three or four players to go and help support another local club, that's great. Send them, go and support the players, uh, go and support the other teams and vice versa if they can send players to you. Because there's nothing worse than having 15 players available or coming down to 13 and not being able to send the team. But other squads thinking, well, I could have helped that team. So it's just about support. That's what... I personally think
1: uh, just to finish off um, Division 3 North East um, well it wasn't that was it West uh, just a shout out really um, Bethesda 2 against Hollyhead and uh, Chairman Graham Davis um, actually played 80 minutes for Bethesda twos and was awarded of the match by Hollyhead um, and yeah what, what an achievement
2: how old is Graham do we know
1: I think he's early 50s. That's fair. That's
2: a good old, that's a good old shout from him. But I might Why are do- you
1: playing, Will? I might be doing it well, down I know, there. I what's, I look, your,
2: what's your excuse? Because I know I look early 50s, but I'm actually nearly 60, mate.
1: I think, yeah, I think he might be less than 50. Uh, but, it's, yeah, still a look, good, it's still a good effort. Uh, yeah, um, but brilliant, brilliant. Well done. Uh, Taff Graham on Twitter. So if you want to follow him, well, i lad. got a hell of a belt of stash as well. Has he? Uh, yeah, great tash. Great, Tash. So, uh, well done. Well done, Graham. Um, and good luck for the season.
0: So, we're going to preview uh, the next weekend of fixtures across North Wales. Just going to look at a few highlights for us gents across that. And I think we've highlighted a couple. One of them being Dole versus Denby. Both sides looking for their first win. Yeah, I think
2: that's a massive game for both sides, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, OK.
0: Like, like we say with RGC,
1: it might kickstart one of their seasons.
2: Denby uh, Dem- 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 looking a bit more competitive. Two. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Before you say it, Lou, and I will agree with you this week. Game of the week, Mold v Wrexham.
0: Yeah, I think a, I think it's a big one because you know home. They game, are the top two teams. Home, home game, team. home game for Mold. Is whether Wrexham can come and perform away. Oh, uh, you know, I, I always find going to Mold it's quite a difficult place to play. Difficult pitch to get used to. It's An absolute shocking pitch, isn't it? Let's be. Aware. It's it's so long and narrow. I think. I think it's the best pitch in North Wales. Of course, you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking.
1: Anyway, uh no, that'll be are you have
2: Mould make it have a lunch beforehand or Yeah they are. Yeah. To so, fair, Mold have got that side of the thing pretty sorted. Yeah,
1: Mold they? are gonna do it's their chairman's lunch uh on the eighth before the Wrexham game. It was something initiative they thought they'd start um start this year. They're doing handheld programmes now, uh when you go into the match and stuff like that. So they they are looking at initiatives to make you know, make that match. I know you might laugh, guys, no, but I'm not but that match kind experience. of match day experience. Really? when you turn up at mold what what you, so there is a chairman's lunch i think it's 20, 20 quid ahead you yeah, get three course meal and watch the game so i'm hoping for hoping for a for a home win however it comes 3-0 i'd say and, I'd and, and, and i
0: think I, I don't understand why other clubs can't do that i look at my own club in terms of real we don't have anything like that in the pipeline. And, and you've got facilities look, to do a, it Look at the facilities we've got. It's incredible. And then you think about clubs like Fairs to do, do something like that? They're fantastic new clubs. probably house. do it then,
2: new clubhouse. It's, it's smart. You club I've
0: heard house. their Sunday roast is a belter. Yeah, I've heard that. But what, what, what you do find when you go
1: and you're back into Community Rugby Cal, you probably find it, is there are a, a group of old boys and there's three, four, five groups of old boys different ages that go and still meet up for a beer and well. You can sell that,
2: but even if you just started it once a season, having a meal, hundred percent. Yeah, grad. Not saying do it every week. Once a once a season, see how it goes. Yeah,
0: have a sponsors' lunch, that sort of thing. Yeah. So they used to do when I was at Riffin, they do the Patrons' Day like twice means. a year, and it'd be like the patrons who pay their membership, they come and they get like cheaper beer and the absolute steam. I mean, place. I know it's That's I know it's a different brilliant. game, but
2: I went to watch um Swinton versus Doncaster yesterday in the League One playoff. Yeah. 200 people beforehand in the um sail fc let's sail fc for the pre match meal yeah. lovely a oh, great mean, setup there isn't it oh yeah. it's gorgeous. gorgeous. proper uh, smart upstairs there really now isn't it really yeah, nice yeah. really nice, nice. and it looks look balcony looks over oh, the pitch, doesn't it? it, it the and left. also the way they've done before, it's just proper smart up there A <laughs> big game in div 2 it's the big one the mid wales derby newtown versus welshpool
1: Ooh.
2: Um, now <laughs> i was talking to someone from newtown today <laughs> Slightly surprised um, what he told me in that it just sums up perhaps Midwell's Rugby struggling a bit. He said they used to get really, really big crowds there, but he doubts they'd get more than 200 people this week. I thought they'd have a much bigger crowd than that. Yeah, I would as well. He said if they get 200, they'll be pleased. Oh,
1: right.
2: But anyway, that's obviously a big game down there because you have a lot of rivalry between those two towns anyway.
0: So bragging rights there. Um. Touching on dinners and things like that, I I was spoken to by uh, a friend who is is mould through and through, Liam Gill, and he's involved uh, in the junior section, helping out there, and they're doing something that I think is a really good way to support, you know, through the financial crisis, people and kids get involved in rugby and get on tours, because the tours I remember as a kid are some of the best memories I've ever had, and with families struggling for money. You know, some families can go, some can't. You want everyone there. Um, they're doing a dinner with Andy Powell at uh, Mould Golf Club. I'll well, be quiet then. Forty pound, forty pound a ticket. Or Is not...
2: that for Mould Sixteens? Yeah, because Mould Sixteens, in fairness, always have a really good tour. They do. Yeah, Right like Carnarvans, I don't know if they still do. Carnarvon Sixteens always used to have a really good abroad tour too. We went to, um, I think we went to Milan and did like
0: three yeah. three teams in
1: Milan on, on Mould Sixteens tours. Quite... So, uh, Ravato,
0: Ravigo. So bigos, yeah, bigos. yeah, so th- this is re- an afternoon with Andy Powell at Mould Golf Club Sunday afternoon three course meal that'll turn just- into an evening with Andy Powell <laughs> yeah. I can be sure you he's not, oh, oh. not going to nip over at five hey thanks for picking uh, a fucking yeah, golf club, club yeah well. <laughs> I was going to say that um, £40 a ticket um, there's a comedian as well John Martin um, wouldn't have a ra- comedian if Andy's there <laughs> raising money for like as we said Mould and 16 so we'll share that on Twitter you know I think it's a really good way and a clever way I hope other clubs look into it you know To support all families in making sure that all young people have the same opportunities to go on these tours. Because, like we said. And rather,
2: like we said a few minutes ago looking at ways to keep people involved in rugby touring way. is a great way under yeah. 16s makes you feel part of a club a really positive experience and it's, and it's
1: often those memories stick with you forever at yeah, my much. 16s tour it was a belter we went
0: to Amsterdam a real Did you? Oh. <laughs> shock um, <laughs> but um, what, what I will say is what we're doing at Real Senior Team they do a tour every year they go to Flanders in Belgium we're Don't going worry. again there's a lot of stories I've
2: heard from that <laughs> should not be published on this pod <laughs>
1: And then we'll just look at Div 3 East after a little detail. Um, just our, our, well, Div 3 East and Div 3 West. What are our highlight fixtures there, boys?
2: Well, Div 3 West, I had Hollyhead versus Clank Ebony. Um I think a lot of boys who are at Hollyhead were at one stage at Clank Ebony before. So Hollyhead sort of reborn, if you know what I mean. But I gather you've been talking to a friend of a pod, May Parry, who says Hollyhead are struggling a bit numbers-wise.
1: Yeah, f- from what May you know, Good friend of Mays, he, he kind of said, "You know, we've we've lost a few boys to the RAF. Two decent scrum halves have gone uh, agricultural work abroad, whether it be New Zealand, like like the lad that in uh, Patheli's gone to. I don't know. Um, they've lost a few to retirement, whole front row, uh, and the you know, and uh, as of every year, you pick up injuries. Uh, I think that's really affecting the Hollyhead team, which." You know, us three, you know, having a having a pint in August, we're tipping for tipping for the title. And yeah, but I think also,
2: was May uh, saying that it's a bit of a shame because they're, they're looking to build a new clubhouse. And yeah, stuff at the moment? All,
1: all the pictures went on social media this week, actually. So go check it out. It's uh, it's like a, a one tier clubhouse. I mean,
2: we're go back to Hollyhead because
1: they don't uh, play Hollyhead
2: at the moment, do they? No, they play at Four Valley, Bridge Valley, yeah, just outside Valley, I think. Yeah,
0: what, what I'll say there is is you talk about those players they lost. How can you deal with that? like lack of retention if you don't have a a, a solid junior section solid youth team the thing have, is you rip out those players out of any side in
1: RFU WRU anything you rip out your first team players out of any those positions
0: you're well, going to you, struggle you've, you've rattled off a whole front row two nines some vital positions which are quite specialist really
2: Yeah. Uh, and I think the real shame is we all remember because it got a lot of publicity was that match Hollyhead went all the way down to uh, Cardiff
0: Cardiff Saracens wasn't it no, was, well, well. actually, I might have
2: this story completely wrong. Well, was it Hollyo who went to Clare yeah. and got walloped?
0: Oh, yeah, they lost 100, 150 odd nil. It, it was, was Hollywood, yeah it was. yeah, it was. one of the biggest losses ever. And, yeah, and then, and, then, you know, and, thing,
2: and then a few years later, and a lot of it's down to May and bringing his it family, etc. cousins, is, yeah, brother, etc. A few years later, they got the semi finals of their cup competition, didn't but, they?
0: But that's a lad, that's a lad who, who, who you both know better than me, a fantastic rugby player who's, you know, I know he's had his injuries. He's taken a step back and thought, "I'll help my hometown club." Yeah, hasn't he? Um, and yeah, May, May.
2: when he was fit was a very good player. Oh,
0: I, I'll never forget him, uh, that first pre-season. Nails two. Where, <gasps> do you remember Bargoyd at Clln Did you play in that? Yeah. Did oh, you? When when uh, when that then, when May caught that ball off the kick-off and that fella punched him, and broke his jaw.
2: Oh yes, yeah, I
1: remember that. Yeah, he's probably one of the hardest blokes. Like him and his family.
2: Hard as nails. Well, you think May's hard, but his mum's harder. I mean, let let's be let's be, <laughs> let's, let's be brutally honest. We could just about manage May, but we were all shit scared of his mum.
1: But May, yeah, has been has worked wonders with
2: with them. Fantastic. And, uh, oh, and before Mrs. Parry comes looking for me, she's a lovely person. <laughs> just like to put that on record. Yeah, yeah.
1: But no, great family. Obviously, great club. We just wish them all the best yeah, with definitely. player attention. and hopefully, they get a they get a W this weekend. Will.
0: It, well, it, well I don't know mate, we, we say we don't like Flangevenie here, Luke. No, no Will's got enough enemies in Cobra, hasn't he? Hope? I don't know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry fellas, but we're skirting around the fact that isn't it a big game for us at Rill? We haven't won a game yet. Who are you playing? Colm Bay. Can you get a team out? Away? I don't be like that. <laughs> mate, we got a big social after the game, there'll be boys there. Everyone will be well. Yeah, but we'll we be playing. See, you know.
1: so is that an initiative? You can't have a social every away game, can you?
2: No, I mean, one thing I think about socials is, I think socials are a big part of the game, but if you need to remember, some people don't like drinking, and that should not exclude you from a social. No, completely not. Uh, but, but for... I don't know what you're <laughs> pulling a face for. Like, you're a big drinker all of a sudden. No, like, but... Hard man of <laughs> <with> the socials.
0: <laughs> but for us, but like, we've had to look at it. Like I said, we we haven't got any home games combined with our second team, and our second team are home to Tlandid no, Saturday. I think, I
2: think having a social is fantastic. And again, that's an important part. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing, because again, my mid-Wales contact tells me a lot, they are losing a lot of players to pl- clubs like Bishop's Castle, um, clubs across and one of over the, re- the border. And one of the reasons, yeah, that the youth team boys are saying is you get a better social over there than you do at home.
1: And i you should touch on the social side of things, because I think Hugo Monnier came out. Not yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, was it uh, not not long ago, and said kind of that has that attitude got to change around drinking because you know our younger boys eight seventeen eighteen nineteen coming into first teams, literally and pardon the language, John Davis, but shit scared of an initiation of a well, of a drinking culture. Does this drinking
0: culture have to change?
2: It got a lot of coverage, didn't it, about um, the way some boys felt really uncomfortable at university. Initiation
0: at rugby. Oh, mate, mine was horrendous at Uick Awful.
2: Didn't some players leave Uick because of the um, I think initiation? L-
0: I, from I remember from the year before. I remember hearing a few lads did. I uh, was was that lad from Millfield left, didn't he? Mm. Mate, mine was like turn up, up to the SU and you were basically abused for like two hours, three hours, and you were made to drink piss, force sick chucked on you. Yeah,
2: that, that sort of things rather from a past, is not it? It was yeah. it was awful.
0: Yeah, I think, but
2: you know, uh, and I've 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 had
1: a, obviously like is common knowledge because you brought up a few weeks ago. I've probably had five initiations. Cause I've had so many clubs, but none has been as bad as that. I think this this drink culture does get bad coverage. I don't think all clubs are like it, but I think there are clubs
0: where there has got to be a change in the culture. Okay, and just to round up this week, well, I say just a bit of a big round up this. That come through, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, I'll just move. You can it. hear everything, mate. I'm just trying to. Sorry. All right. Just trying to. Look at that with me, Cal, You can hold off eating the <laughs> of Chris, till we finish, mate. Oh, don't you fucking start, mate. <laughs> Surprised we can hear over those fucking carrot sticks in your gob. I'm not eating them now. Come on. Um. So a bit of a roundup. Um. It's not a bit of a roundup. We've got a few areas to touch on. We like touching on things, don't we? we need, you um, do? We need to address. Side of this pod, yeah. <laughs> just uh. Touching on a few areas, um, we'll start with the age-grade game, a little of a round-up from the last two weekends. Um, any insight, fellas? Any? Well, the I mean,
2: RGC 16s, they've just finished their first block of four games. Yeah. Um one, one lost three. I think I think the first game they lost quite heavily, but after that, um, the two defeats were very narrow. Yeah, they got
1: beat 22-19 at Dragons Red. Down at Ustradmonach.
2: Yeah, where they play.
1: Yeah, um, and then they they lost on the weekend. Uh, they played on the first team pitch. Arius. got beat fifteen ten. Obviously, no kicker there um, on show because they were they must have been drop kicking them a goal because they missed all the conversions. But fifteen yeah, well, ten. Can I ask why are
2: they blocks? I don't they, know. Because I don't I know why. Don't they, know. They, well, they do the A teams as blocks because it has to fit in with the college games, obviously. Okay. I'm not sure why we do it at blocks at 16, to be honest. Is, so is a... it
0: to do with GCSEs or anything like that? Okay, making sure they're ready by... Do they... when, do they... when, when do they finish? Do they finish before like, no, March? They...
2: Oh, they finish well before March. Yeah, yeah, so it'll
0: be to do with GCSEs probably. Yeah. Well, but they do do, it in... like they
2: do do it in two blocks. Um,
0: so when's the next block,
2: Will? Oh, not till... They're, back to... they're down to training once a week. I mean, I think... I need might be wrong this, they normally start the next block either just before or just after Christmas. And then, and then that,
1: November's the eighteenth
2: 18th start. Eighteenth fixed start December, it's after the first lot of college okay. stuff.
0: And in that time are they are they are they told to go and play for their home clubs or are they told to monitor their like low yeah, training playing, load? Maybe, maybe
2: play, I know they're only in I think once a week. Um I was to one of the assistant coaches yesterday after the game and he said the two games they've lost narrowly, quite frustrating, and it's it's the old RGC age grade at sixteen story. A lot of possession, but just not as clinical as the... You've seen this when you played, boys. Not as clinical as the South Wales to to take the chances. Managing a,
0: the game. Well, yeah. Yeah. And
2: that's yeah. just about learning the game. Um, I think that was the final game, too, probably for Mike Stubbs, who's a 16s coach who's going back to Australia.
0: Farewell, Mike. Yeah, he, they've been he, they've jobs advertised, Job's been
2: advertised. I think it closes this week. Um So what, if you're interested, you can still get your
0: application in. And what dates this week? Because obviously some people might listen to this I think later. it's
2: for Friday the 8th. Friday um, the 8th. Interesting, well, not interesting. Somewhat bizarrely... WRU don't advertise for salary with the job which I find a bit odd. Awesome. Yeah, you Strange want to know job.
0: what wedge you're on. Don't you? yeah, surely, surely. surely they advertise like a band of wage. They don't have to say specifically exactly yeah, I mean, because if you're means... an outsider how do you know what band means? Well, but, but they, they they could stipulate bands on the website but then you can maybe barter it. But well, anyway. Um, so,
2: anyway, eighth grade's finished and it's been pretty promising. What I have noticed is and fair play to RGC and indeed the other regions they've all used a huge number of players. It's not like they have gone out to win those games with their strongest Gun squad each week. Everyone's had a good crack. One slightly frustrating thing is if you try and find out the results from the WRU website, very difficult to find the RGC games unless you go onto the bits that are down for the other regions' um, age grade teams. There is no specific bit for the RGC age grade teams, um, which I think the WRU really could do a looking at. It's
1: not like you to slag off the WRU, bro. big fan,
2: <laughs> big big fan. Um, but nice. so yeah, so age grade um, is over. College up and running. Um, for I think they've won three out of four, and of course they've got their big game this Wednesday night. Um, when I say big game, it's because it's on TV. It's the live game down at Clandovry. Nice.
1: nice. So it's Wednesday, the fifth of October.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Hopefully, it doesn't turn into that live fixture the other day down south, wasn't it? I think you were telling me just before the spotlight fixture. There was that game and it was like 130-odd nil. And yeah, the, Pembroke,
2: the college, what was called Pembroke College, it's changed its name, they lost about 134-nil in one of those I mean, games. And the
0: referee didn't stop it. it. And the referee he didn't glow stop it the game. Because it was being televised, didn't stop the game. Glow it. Shocking, that, not it?
2: Um, but RGC, as I say, not RGC, but the college, very strong this year. They're running two teams, first time ever. Um, I went to watch them when they played against Rydal School and Wirral Grammar School Seconds um, up at Rydal. And, you know, it might have been the second team, but they still had some really good players. I understand speaking to the, the coaches and some of the players who weren't playing, but they all trained together, and you can see that really well drilled. Um, and also, decent kit this year for, for college. Um, Andy Wills has gone with hoops. I'm a big fan of hoops, as you know, so, um, they're looking pretty smart too.
1: On the other hand, you mentioned Wirral Grammar School. I an absolute shock Ah, honestly,
2: we honestly, Wirral Grammar School's kit. Was one of the worst I have ever seen. It <laughs> looked like someone had broken an egg on a sky blue background. It was horrendous.
0: <laughs> Who's responsible? For that? Do we know who, who the kit was, or we uh, you were
2: desperately hoping it's Exiles? Like
0: <laughs> no, I'm not of course. You I'm are not.
2: desperately hoping. <laughs> Why would I, hoping not? I couldn't tell you who was. but yeah, so college college going really well. And I
1: tell you what. I tell you what. I would say will just to pull it in. What's the? Is there any link between Rydal and RGC
0: anymore? No, none at St so sure. David, David, David's College now, isn't it? That died a
2: long, long time ago. Um, the St. David's College link And I don't think I'm breaking any secrets here St. David's College um, I think they sponsor Age Grade kit The under-15s kit they're sponsoring this year I think
0: They're on the sleeve of the first-team kit aren't
2: they? Uh, yeah, they put some money in They also sponsor the scoreboard areas yeah. um, But they um, They did have a couple of boys Rob Muirhead and Owen Evans From a few years ago Didn't have any players this year But speaking to Dan there they're looking to, I think they sponsor the 15s kit this year and that by doing that, they get some access in terms of speaking to the 15s, you know, presenting what I'll, they can
1: offer. I'll tell you that, uh, for me anyway, obviously being an old alien that's that's actually a bit, you know, I'm I'm not too happy with that. Obviously, I don't know the, the goings-on between Rydal and Thingy, but we were always competitive against Tlandrytlo sides and we were, when when that influx, the first influx of lads went to Tlandrytlo, Avon was in the first influx into Tlandrytlo and me, Dion, Aaron Gwynn,
2: Ben I Bele, all those boys went to Rydal. And boys. we were both competitive some teams. Boys. I think um, things have changed slightly. But obviously, massive boost to Clandriflo, that Welsh Colleges League. Yeah. Because they're playing really competitive rugby. For whatever reasons, Rydal's undergone a lot of changes, hasn't it? It's now a day school. Yeah. Um, so you've got a much smaller geographic base of pupils you're attracting. <laughs> um, I think they're also are focusing more on the academics. Having said that, they do now employ someone to develop the rugby programme.
1: Had a rugby, Ryan Kirby. Ryan yeah. Kirby,
2: good friend of mm. ours. So things hopefully are on the... Cool. Up. From an RGC point of view, boys, by and large, they're at their own school up to 16. Post-16, if RGC want them as part of the 18s, they're not there solely to play rugby. They need an academic or a vocational package. RGC, I would have thought... Need as many potential partners as it can do, because therefore there's as many, there's Selection. more offers, Selection. and select there's more choices Definitely. for potential RGC players to go into. So at
1: St David's College, can you do your A levels? Yes. Okay, so you've got St David's College and Clanrithlo, then you potentially would have Rydal, and then all filtering into I all filtering mean, into Bangor University. The issue, is see, Bangu, the
2: issue about Clanrithlo is the timetable. There's extra rugby at Clanrithlo, but the timetable works into what RGC do. It's difficult if you're a school running a rugby programme. It might be, there might be clashes with what RGC are doing, age-grade-wise. So that's why there needs to be more of a partnership developed.
0: Yeah. I've, I'm completely in agreement with you again, and I'm shocked, Will. There needs to be more provisions across North Wales in terms of that, that senior platform. Not just that vocational side, because St David's doesn't have all the answers. in no, it None of a, options. And the college doesn't have all and the answers. And that's why you've got to have some, that wide range.
2: Some, some kids are better off in a school environment than a college environment. Yeah. And that's why it needs to be as many options as possible.
1: And I just want to finish off and touch on the women's game. Uh, obviously, the 24th of September, the Saturday. Um, Meched, Carnarvon. Um, actually, beat Derry Diamonds 29 24 at home. Well, you've got a result, Cobra Nelson.
0: Good coverage of the Derry Diamonds game, though, wasn't there? I
2: was,
1: yeah. yeah. Al, Al Roberts yeah. was obviously I'm afraid
2: the... I forgot, I neglected to put the score down, but Nelson did beat Cobra quite comfortably. Nelson, right, quite comfortably, but okay.
1: But it, that's nice to see, game's
0: coverage. getting on. Uh, and the coverage of it as well, isn't it? It's good to see. And
2: that is that is for Premier League, isn't it? Premier League, yeah. And then the North Wales League starts next week. Yeah. It, is it is it next week or this weekend? No, this weekend coming. Yeah, this, this weekend, weekend
0: coming first weekend in October. Yeah. And so. there
2: are there are two games I've seen on the uh, WRU website, and that is Shot Shoten versus Hollyhead. Yeah. And Clankemply versus Rill.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Good luck both teams. Uh, good luck. You what, the Rill ladies? They trained with the youth team the other night. Did they? As a mixed session, yeah. Well, brilliant class. Prime class. Well, good luck te- Good luck, all four teams there. Yeah, yeah, and we'll
2: try and give some coverage to that. Yeah, definitely. De- okay, before we move on to the got this week's Gog Abroad kits, I was looking at the new um, England Rugby Union home shirt today. It um, came up on my Twitter Shite. feed and
0: it looks absolutely dreadful. <laughs> still Umbro. Uh, yeah, it's hot. Umbro um, is a rugby brand It looks like
2: someone has just flicked red ink across the bottom of it. It is shocking me, guys. <laughs> It got me thinking, um, really, what are the best kits and what are the worst kits in North Wales? It's something we could
0: put out on Twitter. Well, well you say that, Will. We, when we were at our Spotlight fixture last weekend, um, you were like, oh, I like those Langevny shorts. There's about seven different pairs of shorts on I like the one particular pair. Yeah, exactly. So, One particular <laughs> I think the 10, their they're, they're Under, the under <laughs> Armour the tops are nice. I do like the Klingabney kit. I like their badge as well, the Boar and the behind yeah, nice. it. And we got, got involved in a bit of
2: a debate about why Pitheli had an Elephant and Castle. Yeah, ever. Elephant
0: Castle, yeah. They've, they've recently rebranded Elephant. that, haven't they?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen a few games. I quite like new Colbert Bay kit, Blue and White Stripe, although it is very similar to Riffin. Um, and I don't think Abigail's kit's too bad I don't know if you boys have got any favourite. I mean I've not seen that many so far this no, year. the, the Abigail's
0: kit is nice <laughs> 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 what was Wrexham's like? <laughs> who were they Wrexham's
1: alright just typical green and green and red hoops
2: because uh, I know it's a, a recurring fixture but stash and kit is important to players no, it's, but it's to old,
1: touch, touching on that obviously Colby's gone to Macron but all North Wales clubs now get a deal with Macron all Wales clubs mate. all Welsh clubs yeah. because the deal with Macron and the WRU all all Welsh clubs get a deal with with Macron where they
0: get something like 50% they all off got three free three kits off them as well three, three free jerseys. kits plain jerseys so real we've, given, real we've given what one to the senior section which has actually been given to the second team one to the ladies and one to the under 16s so you get three free stashes and you get 50% off all your orders with Macron do so
1: we like Macron Macron's good. I, I think like it's it. alright, Stash. I they're think quite, it's alright. Middle
2: I ranking I'd I say.
1: I,
0: I would say the, tea, the the kits are pretty good. I'd say they? I'd say they're the Brighton of the uh of the Stash world. They're on the cusp of getting something good.
1: Yeah. But they they sponsor Wales, they sponsor Italy, they sponsor Edinburgh, they spot you know, the tea, the playing kit is fucking good. Yeah, yeah, and there's a few bits of stash. That that zip up I was wearing last week is naughty, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to his stash on tonight. That's uh, what mate, Will thought. Uh, representing ra- old aliens tonight, Ridal stash on.
0: Is that what you called, old aliens Old aliens mate. Is it?
1: That's what I am, mate. ex ex Captain, 2011, 12. Were you captain? Yeah. Actually, do you know the funny story about that one.
0: Worst season in Rydal's
1: history. He'll, uh, one of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll love this. Um, so basically. There was there was a discussion, so it was me, Joey Simpson. Oh, no, no, he was nowhere near it. <laughs> me, Joey Simpson, and Mike Leach all sat in the in the thingy. So he says, Right, I'm not sure, you know, what to go with, but Joey, I'm gonna make you captain for the season. So obviously I had I had a bit of a
2: So, so you pulled a face,
1: General Meltdown. I, I pulled a face. Yeah, exactly. And he said, But Lewis, you'll be my playing captain. So I am looking at Joe going, well, what the fuck does that mean? You know he was, he was captain here. So anyway, Joe captained every game. So then, because he played every game that I played in, so then finish. I went back a couple of years later to play cricket with the lads on like a, um, on a on a old boys old, old boys old boys, day. Old boys yeah. day. Walked into the the pavilion and obviously the old boards are on the oh yeah on yeah the thingies. 2011 12. Lewis Barker captain. What was his name?
2: You're lucky, but Joey is such a nice guy. <laughs> if that had been the other way round, you'd have probably oh, stepped on it out there and then yeah, got yeah, shot. Yeah. I just ripped the
1: whole thing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smashed it up into exactly. pieces. Exactly. But yeah, there's a little story about that. So Joey Simps, if you're listening, I'm
0: sorry, mate. But you're not I- real. I
1: was a real captain.
0: Uh, we just want to send our well wishes from the pod to Guitar Miffy Jones of Carnarvon Seconds. In that game, he suffered a really bad dislocation of his ankle and broke his foot against riffing twos. So, uh, to get off, get well soon, mate. That's best, a horrible mate. injury. Yeah, all the all best. best. And this week's GOG Abroad um, It's going to be Oscar Lennon down at the Bristol Bears. Uh, got much to say about Oscar. He, he's very fair play, big supporter of the pod. Everything we put he out. He
2: signed
0: for Bristol last year,
2: I think. Anyone know how much... I, no, I don't. Lots
0: of cash <laughs> money. He,
2: um, I mean, he's obviously third choice coming between Randall and Euro, Behind yeah, Randall and Europe, Euro, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think he. Uh, he You're scored reigning. his first Premier... I think. I think. He, I, think he, I think he made his debut or scored his first try against Bath last year.
1: Prem Cup. Oh no, it was Prem, wasn't it? Prem.
2: Yeah, he has Played in the Prem. Premiership. Fair
1: yeah. play to him. He's. Um, he's on the. Be- he was on the bench. Been on the bench last couple of years. He's a bit of a tough look really because uh, he's paying for um uh, when he's permitted in the champ but they're fucking captains. JB. Is JB, the name? JB, JB Brazilier. Yeah. He used to play Cardiff North, did he? Or
2: uh, Car-
1: Cardiff North. Cardiff 16. North 16s, yeah, I went yeah. to Cardiff. He was
2: Wales 16s,
1: I think. He was good. He was he good. At, and he still, good
0: Morgan Wanderers still well. is
1: good. Went down to Pirates, to Swarty, uh, and then came back up to, to Harvey but he's the captain. So he came off the bench the weekend, and he's been off the bench every weekend. I think that's where he's getting his minutes. Um, but I can see him, I can see him pushing on and, and, and really pushing Urim for his for his second place, especially when, well, especially when Randall goes off for England. Yeah, he's I mean, going to be, he's going to get against,
2: I mean, obviously also one of the hardest working players you'll ever meet, um, Andy Baston tells the story that he was at his in-laws on Christmas Day and he had to go out and tell Oscar to stop kicking fucking rugby balls around because Oscar <laughs> was practising on Christmas Day and he was making a racket and we were trying to have a Christmas dinner. <laughs> so it just shows you hard work does pay off, lads. Yeah, that might does. be something for you to look at, believe, actually. Mate, I'm 28 years old with three ACL... You're 28 recons- with
1: that hair? <laughs> with th- three- <laughs> Coming from the bowl, man. <laughs> three ACL constructions, mate. What I've done so far obviously fucking isn't working, so I'm not going <laughs> to stop it now. But
2: no, I mean, seriously, though, he, he's done really, really well. He's done it's, really it's well for It's great for to himself. see
1: him doing so well. Thank you very much. That's episode three of the GogPod. And a
2: big edit for you there,
1: Luke. Massive uh, edit for me. We've been sat here for about three hours. Lots of um, work on that flight to Dusseldorf yeah um, actually Hamburg tomorrow oh, decent night out um, but yeah thank you very much Have you had um, your pardon Have you had your no. um, <laughs> <laughs> decent decent night out though I will be there sampling their finest ale um, but no thank you this is episode 3 of the God Pool with myself Lewis Barker Callum Bennett and the rugby tourist Will Malkin again listen to us uh, on Apple Spotify and wherever else you find your podcast leaves a review five star obviously and we'll catch up in a fortnight. Thank
0: you very much.